So, on this occasion of um, remembrance of Śrīla Prabhupāda's departure, but more especially of his presence, uh, in fact, we could say we are celebrating his presence even as we are mourning his, his departure. Uh, the celebration is of his presence uh, among us. It's a time of remembering uh, that the reason that all of us are here together, uh, living here and doing all that we do, uh, is really just one, <laughs> and that is Śrīla Prabhupāda. <clears throat> it's, of course, a time uh, for also reflecting on uh, the wonderful qualities, the qualities of Śrīla Prabhupāda his, uh, and his, his amazing accomplishments. Um, which, by any measure, are amazing. Um, I like to, at the same time, think about um, Prabhupada, the person. Um, we may say you can't separate from his activities, uh, and that is true. Uh, and yet I like to think of the person uh, who has walked amongst us and has taught us how to be persons, how to be uh, servants of the Supreme Person, how to uh, have a sense that there is a Supreme Person and that that Supreme Person is most dear, most lovable, and most approachable, and that we can uh, uh, give our, our lives to Krishna I like to think about how uh, Śrīla Prabhupāda so effectively uh, gave us his teaching of what he called Krishna consciousness, that, um, that the, the expression Hare Krishna has become something of a household word uh, in many parts of the world, uh, and, uh, and that uh, he has always, he has by this shown uh, the success of his mission of putting Krishna uh, in front, rather than like so many other uh, teachers, spiritual teachers or quasi-spiritual teachers of India, putting themselves in front. One uh, devotee um, friend of mine expressed uh, some years back, uh, uh, a real sense of of um, anger, um, a sort of anger at ourselves, you can say, as a mission for not making Śrīla Prabhupāda more prominent. Why isn't Prabhupāda more known? There are so many gurus that are known. Prabhupāda is not so known, really. And I was thinking, well, yes, is that something to be sad about, or is that simply a confirmation of what Śrīla Prabhupāda wanted, <laughs> which was that not he should be prominent, but that Krishna should be prominent? Of course, it doesn't have to be either or. <laughs> uh, 
uh, we would like to see Śrīla Prabhupāda more prominent because this would mean more would um, pay attention to, to what he has to say. And it's what he has to say, uh, which of course is there in all of his speaking and all of his uh, writing, all of his lecturing, his every, uh, all of his uh, uh, speaking about Krishna is what he was concerned about uh, up to the last minute. I mean, just this afternoon, uh, someone sent me a, a video clip of Srila Prabhupada speaking uh, his Bhagavatam purport as he is lying down in the bed, uh, which will be the place where he will leave. Uh, and, and you know it's just a matter of, of days at most before he's going to leave. And yet, what is he doing? He's, he's, he's preaching, he's speaking the Bhagavatam. And what he was speaking in that particular clip, I think, is interesting. His concern was um, association of devotees. He said, this is so important. Uh, this is how we uh, progress spiritually. This is how we keep ourselves uh, spiritually fit. And more specifically, he said, this is how we rise above the modes of nature uh, to the mode of goodness, and then from there to, uh, to Krishna consciousness. Uh, and, and in that condition, he also mentioned Varnashrama. <laughs> he said, this is, this is why Varnashrama is so important. <laughs> so his last, practically his final breaths, <laughs> this is what he was speaking, speaking about. Um, in, uh, in a, a three-day meeting we had in Mayapur this last uh, February, uh, this was the second time, it was a gathering of the sannyasis and gurus and GBC members and BBT members, uh, the so-called SGGS. Uh, and the discussion was on the subject of uh, passing on Prabhupada's legacy. And the question before us was, what is most important for us who are all getting older? Because uh, most of us in that room were probably over 60. <laughs> uh, you know, kind of like, let's face it, we're not going to be here very long. So uh, what is the most important thing for us to, to give uh, for all the devotees before we leave. And one of the conclusions was uh, to imbibe uh, devotees with a stronger sense of the value and importance of reading uh, the books of Śrīla Prabhupāda. Um, we all know he would spend um, every, every day in his... Um, hours by, by himself. He wasn't really by himself. He was together with the acharyas. Uh, but uh, in the wee hours of the morning, what was he doing? He was uh, translating the Bhagavatam. 
and giving his purports, which he referred to as his personal ecstasies. Uh, and he, uh, of course, didn't just do all of this because it was personally so ecstatic, but because <laughs> uh, the idea was to get it out there, uh, printed, published, distributed, and uh, not just distributed, but read. Uh, and uh, this was also one of Srila Prabhupada's, he said, um, um, it is, how did he put it? I have one complaint about my disciples, that they are not reading my books. So uh, this is something I think for us to consider on this occasion of Prabhupada's departure. Um, Prabhupada, of course, would say uh, the appearance of uh, the Vaishnava, the disappearance, there's no difference. Yes, there's no difference. And then again, there is a difference. I mean, those of us who were present <coughs> when Prabhupada left, when we got the news that he left, uh, that was, it wasn't a shock because we knew that it's going to happen as we were hearing the news. And some of us also saw Srila Prabhupada uh, not long before he left. So it was clear he was leaving. Um, but although we knew, uh, it was uh, somehow something which we, we, we weren't, we knew as the time would come that we were not going to be prepared for it, and sure enough, we were not prepared. Uh, and yet, uh, Srila Prabhupada said, everything is there, it's in my books, I've said everything that I have to say. Uh, and... Uh, he he also expressed uh, considerable mm, pride in a positive sense in his followers that um, uh, he is giving uh, some into capable hands. He entrusted us. So I would I would perhaps end with this point. Srila Prabhupada has entrusted us uh, with the treasure of Krishna consciousness, um, and it's for us to um, uphold the trust um, by carrying the message, living the message, um, <coughs> chanting the holy name as Prabhupada gave to us, and, and uh, it, you could say, it is our duty uh, to be happy. In Krishna consciousness, Shiva <laughs> Prabhupada would so many times say, chant and be happy. Yeah. I was uh, fortunate to be present um, the last time Shiva Prabhupada came to London. It was a very unexpected visit to London in September <coughs> 1977. And it happened uh, to coincide with Krishna Janmashtami, and then Srila Prabhupada's appearance day, the next day. And on Prabhupada's appearance day, uh, Srila Prabhupada came down, they carried him down in his little palanquin, and he sat while, and next to him stood Tamal Krishna Goswami, and um, Prabhupada instructed him to tell Prabhupada's life story. Now imagine that you were told by Srila Prabhupada, well, Prabhupada is present listening to you, 
to tell Prabhupada's life story. Well, that's what he was instructed to do. Uh, and he knew it well because he had spent a lot of time with Prabhupada. Prabhupada had told him so many stories, so he knew it well. And so in, an, in, in a very um, articulate way, Timokrishna Maharaj would tell the story. And what I found striking was that now and then Srila Prabhupada would turn toward him and he would nod approval. <laughs> and it was, it was a double, it was approving that yes, you are telling the, the story as it is, but it was also a kind of nodding approval that uh, Prabhupada was satisfied with his own life. It was like, yes, I have done my mission. I have done my mission. This is how it's gone. And now I'm going to depart and, and we will meet again. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of like, that was... That was the mood. Yeah. So, Hare Krishna. Srila Prabhupada Ki. Yeah. You want to say something? Chicago, we were on traveling Sankirtan, and, and I, I uh, my temple president was visiting. We were, he came out, and he had just been in, in Vrindavan, and Prabhupada had promised he would stay. Well, the, when you hear the story, I don't know if Prabhupada had promised to stay for 10 more years, but that's what he told us. So it wasn't that we were completely convinced that everything was okay, but we were really not prepared to hear that he had left that quickly after he had supposedly promised this. <laughs> but I, I was telling the devotees in class, I was out on book distribution and, and that something was telling me that I had to go back to the temple. And I was telling the devotees, when you're doing, and we were, I was doing okay. It was not a bad day, but you know when you get this voice inside your head, you should go back to the temple, think there's Maya, right? <laughs> your service is going like, what is the problem with that? It was persistent, so I actually hitched a ride <laughs> And the person dropped me off right in front of the temple. And that's when, when uh, I, we got to know. And then we were singing Kirtan for Prabhupada. Some of the devotees started to dance in ecstasy. And I said, what's, what's really being ecstatic about? <laughs> There's a little conflict thing. I don't think we have to be ecstatic right now, but I don't know really the truth. Speaking too strong, they were probably getting much more connected to Shiva Prabhupada. And um, <coughs> so I was wandering around the temple at night with the ghosts, thinking that Prabhupada could do anything. <laughs> so if we prayed hard enough, maybe he would come back. And that night I found the prayer. I didn't realize that it was the Shiva Bhakti Siddhanta. It was a beautiful prayer of Bhakti Siddhanta describing as tall and golden. And, so, Prabhupada, have you heard that one, Maharaj? They're very beautiful. Mm -hmm. My disciple, Prabhupada. I didn't realize, like, we didn't really 
know Srila Bhakti Siddhanta as Prabhupada. He knew Srila Prabhupada. I was really happy to discover the pearl, although I found it wasn't completely accurate how Prabhupada was being described physically. But I thought, okay, this is they were glorifying. So I found some solace in reading this beautiful prayer to Prabhupada. It wasn't until much later that I realized that the prayer was Srila Bhakti Siddhanta, but somehow other I was identifying it with Prabhupada. So I started to feel more connected with Prabhupada at that time. And uh, that was my experience. And then after that, we just had to continue going out on the distribution. I had some very nice experiences feeling connected to Srila Prabhupada. I remember there was a nice lecture by Srila Bhakti Siddhanta, uh, by, uh, sorry, by Sasrut Maharaj. And uh, it was the end of the day, but we were listening to this lecture of Sasrut Maharaj talking about that the last time he'd been with Prabhupada and how he had refreshed his identification with Srila Prabhupada as a servant. And it really was such an uplifting moment because we were all feeling a little bit lost. <laughs> so it was time to turn in for the night, but then we were driving past this this big, big like uh, store, like a grocery store, and they had lights, and there was monkeys going like this in the lights. You know how lights can do that? And it was called the Jitney Jungle. So I told the driver stop here now. <laughs> she didn't want to stop. She was tired. I said, no, stop. I got really inspired. And so we went into the, the shop for about an hour, just going up and down the aisles with these big Krishna books. And I never sold so many Krishna books so fast in my life. <laughs> of course, it's amazing that it took an hour for a manager to figure out what we were doing, but not an hour much to the relief of the devotee, <laughs> uh, we, we were asked to leave. And there was, at that time too, I remember I also got very inspired because Satsumaras was reading that passage in the, in the Bhagavatam where the Brahmana appears to Puranjani and says, don't you remember that I'm your old friend? You and I are like two swans, but we're very far away from our home. And uh, he was identifying uh, the connection that every soul has with the Lord in the heart. And so, with Mars talking about that, and on that verse, and the potency of the verse itself, it was, it was very nice. I actually, sometimes in the distribution, I would say that to people, don't you remember me? <laughs> I'm your old friend. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes people would be, oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I was so inspired by that. <laughs> and they would actually buy a book. It didn't happen a lot, but half the time, you know, the magic comes. Prabhupada's <laughs> there, the whole Parampara is there behind you, and it happens, don't you tell me? So I liked, I liked what uh, Maharaj said in the beginning that. It's about separation, but it's also about connection. And that's why I invited some of the devotees today, I mean, anyone who could, to think of how they wanted to connect more strongly with Prabhupada this year, offering a prayer uh, to Srila Prabhupada and um, making a little mini plan of what you can do this year to strengthen your connection with Srila Prabhupada. And I thought we could just put them, maybe now as we go down to the temple room, we could put them on Prabhupada's feet as we go along. I thought we could do it during the project, but I didn't realize there'd be such a turnout. I guess they didn't. I knew Maharaj was going to speak, so that's why I said I And if, uh, yeah. and then we can go to the temple room now and have Prabhupada's on the way, and if you want, we can put you for 
Maybe someone else. Maybe someone else wants to speak something. I maybe if anyone else would like to say a few words about the realizations about Shri I can repeat what I said already this morning. I really hearing the class by His Holiness Goswami. I was reflecting on my vision of coming years and waiting for a day when I will retire and take it easy. <laughs> then, then there was the whole narration of Srila Prabhupada being at practically his last breath and in his own words it was a bag of bag of bones practically speaking. And there he was calling for all his GBCs and they all came, 27 in number, I think, whatever, something like that, and he was giving to each one particular instructions, giving complete, uh, complete awareness of what is going on, is gone worldwide, and he is such deep concern that mission continues till the very last breath, and then at that moment I decided to give up my plan and to, to, you know, to forget about it. <laughs> Rather for active uh, retirement than, than like taking it easy. I could say something about prophets wanting to. Uh, one of my sort of favorite little <coughs> stories. Prabhupada would several times would say how much he wanted to retire <laughs> so that he could write write his books. Uh, and you know he started the GVC and the idea was they would take charge and everything. Um, at one time, and I don't know which year this was, but uh, Gurudas, who was recently here, I heard, uh, maybe he told this story, but he was in Rindavan. He was the president of Rindavan for some Christian Bhagavan. At one point, Prabhupada instructed that the senior devotees, each evening one of them should give class give the Gita class, and Prabhupada would sit there and listen. Imagine that situation <laughs> if you had to give class. <laughs> so the devotees, they'd really, you know, get wound up preparing, and they would be memorizing shlokas, because <laughs> Prabhupada is going to be listening. You know. And one evening it was Gurudas's turn, and Gurudas said, no way he was going to memorize any verses. <laughs> Just it wasn't something he could do. But he gave a, he gave he gave a class. He gave Bhagavad Gita class somehow or other. He managed. And then after he went over to Prabhupada, and Prabhupada said, "Very good, said, very good." He said, "Now I can retire." <laughs> And, and Gurudas couldn't believe what he, what he said, so he, he kind of asked him, you know, what did you say? <laughs> said, you gave a nice class, and, now, and so now I can retire. And then, and then 
<laughs> Prabhupada said, because Pishima, Prabhupada's sister, was right there. She had also been listening, so to say, although she doesn't speak English or understand English. And Prabhupada said, and Pishima also says you gave a nice class. <laughs> and, and Gurudas said, but Pishima, Pishima doesn't understand English. And Prabhupada said, oh, she understands enough. <laughs> and then a third time Prabhupada said, so now I can retire. Just to realize this, when we were sitting here um, in Parker's room in the association of all the devotees, and I, I was just meditating on where I would be. I probably not be there. Kind of, you know, being here with so many wonderful people. And where would I have been if you hadn't been here? Thank you. He no one's sitting by the path, maybe. Hmm? <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, I, I can only feel uh, the same, just gratitude. If I think of Sri Prabhupada, I only can feel gratitude for every uh, thing in every aspect of my life. And uh, nothing else like a continuation <laughs> of gratitude would there be. Um, with regard to the reading of Prabhupada's books, uh, when I joined ISKCON, I, I love reading books, so I started reading also um, the Bhagavatam. And after many years, I you know, finished, so I started now again. And actually, I rediscovered Canto 1. It's, it's an amazing, amazing uh, uh, work full of scientific proofs and actually calling out to us to take things seriously what Prabhupada said. It's especially the first chapter is, is really amazing. So indeed Prabhupada gave us everything in his books and we should not neglect it or thinking, you know, it's again the ABC or whatever we we tend to hear left and right. But it's it's unbelievable what is there. I mean, Thank you for that, for reminding me. I just want to thank Maharaj for the instruction to um, read regularly. So, um, just passing on the message. That's in my prayer, right? There. <laughs> <laughs> it's bona fide. <laughs> There is one, it's, it's a rather small thing, but uh, I just remember that uh, the first time I heard about Shiva Prabhupada was not exactly on the day of his disappearance, but very soon, maybe next day or something like that, 
uh, in uh, in Zagreb in the Večernji list is the newsletter and it is most, most, most popular yeah. newspaper yes it was most popular at the time there was an article saying that the leader of Hare Krishna movement has left the body and there was a picture I remember this picture of Shil Prabhupada it was like big sun and Hare Krishna mantra was written there and he was like like flying up in the, in the sky <laughs> very esoteric picture was there like that and my brother read this and I, I was at that time 20 years, so I think I had no idea about that Krishna moment, and really never, never heard about it. No, no. But he told me, look here, the leader of Hare Krishna moment was like the body. And, and I remember this seeing this picture and saying, Hare Krishna, I didn't have any clue that what, what role should Prabhupada put there in my life later, but it was really all the time. It was 40 years ago, we were just saying, 40 years now. Yeah. Was it 40 years ago? 40, 40, 40, 40 years. Yeah, yeah. 40 years. 40 years. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, just a two, two thoughts. One is I know um, the devotee's meditation is proper leaving, or he's not going to leave, he can't leave. Uh, Jai Dwaita Swami, even though he was there also, and he could see Prabhupada's health, he was convinced he was not leaving. He just wasn't leaving, he couldn't leave. And of course, for Jai Dwaita Swami, the reason was he hadn't finished the Srimad Bhagavatam. <laughs> Prabhupada just couldn't go unless he, he finished the Bhagavatam. And Maharaj said he was, that was it, he was convinced. I don't care how bad, Prabhupada's not going, he hasn't finished the Bhagavatam. <laughs> and then he left. <laughs> so Maharaj said he was really, uh, in that sense, he was even seeing Prabhupada, he was very shocked. But I was also thinking just another kind of, on a Krishna Leela point, and how uh, succession and the devotees in that Prabhupada are very few and their inevitable time is moving on. In Shiva Swami's book, when he talks about uh, Krishna's associates, the gopis, and then the associates of them, the manjaris, and he says, they never get to meet with Krishna, generally, generally. But their experience is none is no way less, is no way infringed upon, is no way reduced because they don't get to meet Krishna because they associate and serve with those who associate with Krishna. So the time period that those special souls have appeared, probably so short, but we have another 9,010 9, years to go or whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, and so everybody that comes along isn't, we're no way barred or no way uh, access, access, as Mar said in books and so many ways, is no way reduced to a property, even though we never met him. And the, and the feelings, these disappearance days and appearance days in Iskon, even though we don't have those special souls with us, uh, and meditating that they should be as 
potent, as accessible, and as rich with Prabhupada's presence because that's how, that's how Krishna deals with his most intimate devotees. So, hoping meditating Srila Prabhupada will also to those who are embracing his instructions in his life, then we also can have that access. There are two devotees in your community who work like asses for Prabhupada every day. Vishnumoti uh, Prabhu and his wife Lakshmi Priya. And uh, first I want to say something about her. I think they have sadhana like Bhakti Nautakur. It's all, every day is the same. And I think their service is like 10 hours a day each. So she also comes back and cooks. But she's... Uh, taking care of Onipedia financially by doing BLS, so maintaining everything. And I don't know how many, it's 10 years now that Onipedia is working and to spread Prabhupada's teachings on the internet. And many people don't take advantage because they don't know. Sometimes also devotees tell me they don't know how to use it. But uh, I can help you if you want to use it. There is 14,000 categories. So, <clears throat> Uh, I came two years ago uh, to his home, they are very hospitable, and I slept in the room and I had my second dream in my life of Prabhupada. And it was Prabhupada's murti sitting, like in the temple, the same murti. And it, it, was, it started cracking, you know cracking, like with these lines, like it, it, it will uh, like dissolve. And, and I felt Prabhupada is not happy with me. <clears throat> and then this Murti became Prabhupada and he was trying to tell me that he's, that I, I'm not, I don't, I don't work, I don't have a very strong relationship with him and that uh, I should do something about it. He was not happy. And of course, <clears throat> Vishnu Murti Prabhu also, he go to my case he said, you don't care about Prabhupada because you don't want to work full-time for Manipedia. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very difficult to blackmail me. I'm very, I'm Serbian, so it's hard-headed. So I, I didn't, it didn't move me. But since then, I started uh, working consciously. You mentioned that we work on our relationship with Prabhupada. So I started working consciously and uh, not only Manipedia service, but other things, helping devotees also more more consciously that actually actually the best help to a person if you connect them with Prabhupada and bring them to his lotus feet for training and for, for guidance and for protection. And that was like two years ago, like it seems like a new phase in my life started. And it's thanks to thanks to Vanipedia. Thank you.
Can you speak louder, please? And I was thinking, what can I do? And then I said, okay, there is a sustenance. Maybe I can ask which Nepal's relation of it is possible for me to next year. I print another booklet for sustenance. Because Prabhupada is explaining when the Ebony's from Lakshmi, we have to print books. And for Sastradam, they distribute it very nicely. I don't have to do many effort, but they just distribute by themselves. And I was thinking, Sri Prabhupada, maybe next year when I'm still alive, now we print another book for you, Christian. Sri Prabhupada, Forever yeah. hold your peace. <laughs> Speak now, or you have to give lecture tomorrow. <laughs> well, so I was a little premature. I think it was nervous, but uh, maybe now is the right time to go with that. Thanks for the triple participating with uh, the narration ceremony to Shri departure. So now we'll be brought down in the temple and we have an opportunity to also offer again tonight at Vanda. Shri Prabhupada. Jai. Jai.